just, you know, cracking it up open a white claw. Ew, that is a loud noise. I'm being really bougie and putting a straw in my white claw. Because you know, why not? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to I Love You, Say It Back, the podcast. My name is Jake. I am your host, and this podcast is all about self-love, self-discovery, self-forgiveness, kind of just a compilation for myself, almost like a journal entry, so that I can find some peace and just use this in a very cathartic way and share my story with some some humor added into it. I think I'm a pretty funny person, um, but I guess you will have to be the judge of that. Uh, so I, um, I got some dots and I don't know what it is, but I'm obsessed with dots. Like this is not an an ASMR, uh, podcast, but they're so good. I don't really know the obsession with it. Like a lot of things in my life. I have developed later on, like I never ate candy as a kid, never. Um, like we would go trick-or-treating and I'd have like a whole uh, pillowcase full of candy and it would just like sit in the drawer. Like when I was a kid and we went Halloween trick-or-treating, I would like get a full big bag of candy and I would never finish it. I would not, I'd maybe eat like two pieces on Halloween and then like buy Fourth of July next year, it was still like in the drawer or it went bad or my brothers ate it. Just never had the desire to eat my candy. Um, so I don't know what it is, but now as an adult, you know, when I shouldn't be eating candy, when my metabolism is slowing down and my skin is something that is of a concern if I eat certain things, um, I, I just crave it. It's, it's, <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but yeah, dots. Dots and White Claw, what a nutritious snack to have today. Um, But welcome to the second episode of I Love You, Say It Back. Today, I wanted to talk a little bit about my love life because, you know, it's it's the season of love. (laughs) Um, I've been single for the past five years, almost six years. Wait, one, two, five years. Five and a half years, yeah, nuts. Um, but I do that by by choice in a in a way too. Um, and also, I'm very picky now. Uh, but I, I feel like I've gone down this rabbit hole of becoming a fuck boy, and um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, we're just we're gonna dive right into it. Uh, my mom is probably listening to this. I have a very great relationship with my mom. Um, and I don't really hide a lot of things back, but, um, I don't think she, uh, has ever heard me talk about being a fuck boy, <laughs> which, um, if, if you're, if you're listening and you don't know what a fuck boy means, I, I have the definition pulled up here. It's a noun. Uh, it's a vulgar slang according to Google and it can be derogatory. Um, it's a weak or contemptible man, a man who has many casual sexual partners. Let's see the Urban Dictionary. A fuckboy 
is someone who says, I'm bad at relationships, as if it's nearly the absolute truth. A fuckboy is also someone who is just so emotional that cannot deal with it. I can't even. I just can't. This is too much for me. He, the fuckboy, is fundamentally confused and is unsure of what he wants. However, he will seemingly sincerely pay like he is more involved, more enamored than he actually is in his interest of getting romantic attention and scratching the romantic slash, slash sex itch. He is superficially intimate as if acting from a script he knows all too well. Fuckboy operates from a superficial level of consciousness and although he will seem like he is connected Time will show you he never was. So uh, <laughs> I'm laughing because, like, I literally was like, I haven't been in a relationship in five years. Um, yeah, I feel like I'm talking about this because at least I'm I'm saying, hey, I am a fuck boy. I've gone on dates. I've um. I put myself out there because I know that the only way to find the right person is to to put yourself out there. But it's just so hard, and it's like not something that I'm actually kind of interested in. Um, I feel like Grinder is the best app. Uh, I've met one, yeah, one of my exes on Grinder, and it was amazing. We had a two year relationship, and it, I mean, we didn't last obviously, but it was great. Um, and I think people on Grindr are a lot more like direct with what they want, whether it be sexually or not. Like, there's no games played. Excuse me, it's the White Claw. Um, but I realized like the past year, uh, as I've been kind of like dealing with my own stuff and my own emotions and um, whatnot, that I've been using. I've been using sexual relations as a coping mechanism. <laughs> I feel so bad saying that, but I guess it's the truth. Like, at least I'm being truthful about it uh, to myself. Um, I think growing up, I was let's let's take it all the way back. Uh, I I grew up in in Indiana, um, very conservative state, very conservative town, very who I said that town, uh, very white, very privileged. Um, I didn't come from like a super privileged, like financial background. My parents didn't either, but, um, you know, much better off than a lot of people in places. Um, but I was the oldest of two younger brothers and I was in music and singing in choir and not playing sports. I had no desire to be like an athlete and my two brothers were, um, so I was naturally a lot stockier. And my mom would call me stocky, and I would call myself fat. But <laughs> I was very, very insecure about my weight, the way I looked. Even as, like, a five-year-old, I remember not wanting to take my shirt. I was the kid that would, like, wear the shirt in the pool because I was embarrassed. It was, yeah, yeah that. So, you know, I grew up, and I came out, I went through puberty, I started working on my body, and then all of a sudden I was being... Uh, valued for something that I had never been valued before. And uh, that, that attention is real nice for a little bit. Um, it's real nice for a little bit. And then, you know, growing up as a gay man, like after I came out, after I had like established, you know, what I wanted 
uh, physically, romantically, sexually, you know, emotionally, I, um, I started dating boys and, um, I had three really amazing, amazing relationships. Um, two were amazing in the sense of like fully loving relationships and one amazing relationship that I have learned a lot from. Um, yeah. Uh, but since that last relationship, that was very, very, uh, eye-opening in mental and emotional journeys, to say the least, um, I've just kind of shut myself out. I have used that as, you know, fuel to not settle, to have really high priorities and standards. And I'm, I'm a a hopeless romantic. I'm an air sign. So I'm like all about love. I'm... (laughs) I'm a Libra who's ruled by the planet of Venus, which is of love. But uh, I feel like I'm like, I don't even know if scared is the right word. I feel like it's uh, it's like, you're not perfect, so I'm not going to like waste my time. But if you want to have sex, then here's my number kind of thing. So I feel like I've kind of turned into this fuck boy, which is so ironic because like as a kid, like playing dodgeball, which by the way, I have played dodgeball in a rec leagues since I've moved to Austin and it's been like the best thing for me, but I dreaded dodgeball. And like, I remember like standing in the back and like the jocks would be like, you're a faggot or, you know, Oh, of course you don't want to play that. You're gay. Like go sing, like, just like, you know, the craziest shit. Um, I'm sure any gay man uh, that didn't grow up as like an athlete or a very similar story or trajectory line uh, can relate to that. But now I'm like, I'm going to kick all your asses and get more dick and ass than you ever will. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, that aside, I have been really trying to navigate what I want in life. And I think part of the reason I have turned to gravitate towards more of just hookup culture or um, casual sexual encounters is more because there's uh, no feelings that are getting hurt on either side. I guess I I probably have hurt some people. Um, But hurt people hurt people. (laughs) It's not funny, but it is true. Um... So I've been kind of aware of that the past year. Um, I don't think, I don't think pulling guys is a way of validating your worth, but physically it it can be. Um, so it's like a game, and it sucks. And I know I'm not the only one that feels this way. And I'm the the first one to be like, yeah, I would love a relationship, but then I also am doing this shit, and I feel like it's hard to be single in 2023 as a gay man and not have, you know, that, that same feeling, you know, you either you're, you're a fuck boy or you're in a relationship or you're a nun. Like, and I don't know a lot of nuns, but if I'm, if I'm completely missing the mark here, then please let me know. This is just my experience though. Oh my God. So I have to tell you, <laughs> I have to tell you, um, this is, this is the moment I knew I was a fuck boy. I knew I was a fuck boy when 
one like Sunday afternoon, I like got on Grinder and I had like been talking to this guy. I thought he was really hot. Uh, seen him out a couple times before, but never like fully engaged with him. And he was, he was like, "Yeah, you should come over. We should chill." So I, I went over. He was a very nice guy. Um, but you know, as as the people that that know what I'm talking about right now. Uh, the interaction is, um, you know, it's it's brief. <laughs> it's not a lot of um, intellectual conversations happening in those in those moments. But this is how I knew. After after um, we were done intellectually talking, I looked at him. His name was Joe. Uh, and I gave him a high five, and I said, we did it, Joe. We did it. And that is the moment I knew. <laughs> we need to pump the brakes here for a minute <laughs> and reassess what we need and what we want in life. Um, so I'm sharing this all on a podcast for the world to hear as a therapeutic way for me to self-discover and listen back and, you know, hopefully identify with other people listening or, you know, help other people listening or not at all. Um, and if anyone is listening that doesn't know this side of me, I'm 29 years old and I have sex. I know it's shocking. It's very, very shocking. Um, but that's the reality. <laughs> and I, I'm not ashamed of it. Uh, I, I've done things. I've ghosted people. I have said things or led people on. I'm not proud of that. And I'm not proud of the actions that, that happen with that. But it's also learned traits. And I don't want to blame that on anyone or anything. But it's true. You know, like, you can't tell me that if you haven't been hurt a single way, that it's not a learned trait. You know, if you were taught that, I don't know, candy was good for you as a child, you're probably diabetic right now. <laughs> If you don't have a self-awareness of, of this is a, uh, a problem or not a problem, but something that I need to limit or I need to balance or rationalize, you know? Um, so I'm going to have, I'm going to have some more dots right now since that's <laughs> candy or sex. Which one do you think is better? I think... One can't hurt your feelings, so probably candy, but I don't know. Anyway, I've been, I've been back on the apps like Bumble and Hinge, which I think are, are trash. I prefer Hinge, I think, the most, but people match you and then they just like they don't say anything or if you comment or if you like match with them and you are the first one that says like, hello, like that's all it goes from, you know, um, Bumble. I'm just not like really a fan of the way it works or the interface of it. Grinder is all about hookups, which I'm trying to not do. Not to say that that's the only thing that that's good for. Like I said, I've met, uh, one of my exes that I still talk to to this day, and I I made a YouTube video about it, and it was it was great. It was probably one of the most like liked and viewed videos that I've made on YouTube. Um, but 
I, I'm banned from Tinder also. Uh, funny story, I got on Tinder and I think someone reported me because they said I was a catfish. And this was like, like I think it had to have been like five years ago when I was like recently single. And they told, I like reached out to Tinder and I was like, hey, um, so why am I banned? And they're like, you were reported for like using fake pictures or fake profile. And I was like, uh, well, that's, that's not the case. Like I, I can prove you that I'm real. And I think cause I didn't have my, my socials linked or like there was something that I didn't do or whatever. And they're like, yeah, no, we have a zero tolerance policy. If you're reported, you're reported. So I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse, but Tinder, you can, kiss my ass if you're listening to this because I've reached out. I've tried to be like, I just want love. Um, but once again, it's probably a blessing in disguise. Um, but yeah, so it's going well. And by well, I mean, it's, it's like, it's going, um, I'm trying to focus more on myself and what I want. I just moved into an apartment by myself, which is great, but then it's also lonely And I have a lot of friends, I have a lot of people in my life that I love and I love having fun with and I don't really need, I don't really need a relationship, but it would be nice to have that one person that you can go to and intimately, not even just sex, but like intimately converse with and tell everything to. That would be really nice. But you're not going to find that, maybe you will, but most likely you're not going to find that at the club. You're not going to find that. But, like, where where do other people go now? Like, all of the people I fall in love with are, like, thousands of miles away from me. They're, like, visiting, and then I fall in love with them, and then they leave. <laughs> just like my dad. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. My dad's still here. Um, my dad didn't leave. I left him. Uh, but that's another episode for another day. Um, but yeah, so in summary, I, I'm, I'm pretty happy with, with being single for the past five years, but it would be nice to not be a fuck boy anymore. I really, I don't like that term and I think it's funny and I, I also think it's gross and I hope that I'm kind of out of that stage now, but I don't want to hurt people like emotionally cause that's not fun. But I also have standards, and I also, if if I have, like, an ick, then it's, like, done. Like, if it's one ick, it's, like, I can't, I can't do it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Do you think being a fuckboy is bad or good? Like, if you're a self-identifying fuckboy, and you say, hey, like, these are the characteristics that I have, and I'm not doing it intentionally to hurt people or to, like, think of it as a game... But in, it ends up just that's what's that's what is is happening. Is that better to acknowledge that for yourself, or is it better to say, "Oh no, I'm not a fuck boy," and then actually live by those principles? You know, I don't know. Some people have it all. I really just I. If I could have anything, I just want someone there to like cook me dinner sometimes and watch a movie with me. And then, like, leave. <laughs> or pay my bills. I don't know. Like, I don't want to feel... I don't want to feel... 
that's all jokes too, because I really do want to love someone. I have a very big heart, along with a very big um, bag of trauma. <laughs> uh, y'all didn't think I was going to go there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess that's, that's the episode for today. Um, sharing my insights on kind of where I got to be who I am in this little era of my life. Not necessarily a moment that I'm I'm super proud of where I'll look back and be like, oh, I was that guy. Maybe I will. Maybe I am the fuck boy. I'm not the fuck boy. Am I the fuck boy? Like, maybe I am. But acknowledgement is, is a huge part of this. And sharing this with all of you, I hope, has either been relatable, something that you can either laugh to or be like, what the fuck? <laughs> I guarantee, like, anyone of, like, my close, like, family, if, if they're listening to this, or, like, they're probably like, oh, Jacob, why do you have to, like, oh, Jacob, Jacob, why do you, why are you the way that you are? It's literally my, my life. Um, but that is, that is my take on whether or not I am one. If I've hurt you in the past, I'm sorry, truly. I don't have the intent to to lead you on or to hurt you. I'm just broken myself. So once again, hurt people, hurt people. <laughs> it's also a very great song. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, go go listen to it. It's, it's, a, it's one of my faves. One of my faves. Um, but okay. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the, the topic of the day. I'm going to go finish these dots instead of hop on grinder and I will see y'all in the next episode. Thank you so much for listening, making it this far. It really means a lot to me that you have stuck around for even a second episode. And I'm just really excited to produce all of this, uh, finish out this season and, and explore this journey with all of you. So with that, remember that there is nothing to prove ever. There is only something to share. And I'll catch you guys in the next one.